This is Dr. August Kunkel in his teaching on the books of Chronicles. This is session number three, Election of David. We left our story with the chronicler introducing us to the sons of Israel, which in Genesis we know as the sons of Jacob. So uh, the chronicler now is interested in telling us about uh, who the sons of Israel are, and he's going to do this in three uh, main sections. He's going to tell us mostly about David, because of course his concern revolves around the promise to David, that's the kingdom of Yahweh. Then he's going to tell us all about the Levites because his concern is the temple and the functioning of the temple and the way that it should work. Then he's going to tell us about uh, the other tribes of Israel and a little bit about their story so that we can understand where David is in that whole section. So we begin with the sons of Judah in 2 Chronicles chapter 2. Now, you may ask yourself the question, if we're talking about a genealogy, why is it that Judah should be the first the chronicler discusses when, in fact, the firstborn is Reuben? Well, the chronicler is going to give us an explanation for that right after he gets done telling us about Judah. But for him, the important point is that uh, Judah is the leading tribe of Israel and came to be the leading tribe of Israel because uh, the birthright of Reuben was forfeited. So, starting then with the the, the leading tribe of Israel, he talks about the sons of Judah and tells uh, tells us about uh, the descendants of Judah through a leading person by the name of Hezron. Uh, the sons of Judah really follow through the sons of his daughter-in-law, Tamar. Uh, you'll remember the story in Genesis where Tamar is not given the son of Judah as she should be when her husband died and she tricks Judah into becoming the father of her children. Well, these then become the sons of Tamar, and the leading one there is Hezron, and the leading son of Hezron is Yeramel, Ram, and Caleb. So this whole long section of 55 verses uh, doesn't mean too very much if we don't keep that in mind. The sons of his Canaanite wife uh, more or less get dismissed with saying Aaron and Onan uh, were displeasing to the Lord, and if we know the story in Genesis... It's because they didn't want to take the responsibility of having the um, uh, uh, of being a husband to a widow, and they were killed. Uh, they died by God's hand. Uh, so we have Tamar, and there we have Pedas and Zeta. Zeta is the father of Achan. Now we remember him from Joshua. Uh, he was the troubler of Israel, who. Uh, caused uh, the uh, Israelites to be defeated uh, when they came to Ai. And that's more or less where 
the descendants of Zerah end. But Perez is the father of Hezron, and Hezron becomes the father of Ram, Caleb, and Gilead. Uh, so this tells us about a big area of Judah, uh, which uh, we want to know about. So, important in the sons of Ram are the descendants that lead to David. And here the chronicler essentially uses the genealogy as we find it in the book of Ruth. You know very well the story of Ruth, the Moabitess who came back to the uh, land of uh, Judah with her uh, mother-in-law, Naomi, and how through Boaz she becomes the uh, father, the, 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 the one who, uh, of whom Jesse is a descendant, and then David becomes the seventh son of Jesse. So that's really the key and the important point in remembering Ram and to know how we get to Ram through Hezron from Perez from Judah. Now, the chronicler is very deliberate. David is the seventh son. If you read the Samuel narrative, we find that God rejects seven sons and then David seems to be the eighth. Now, we probably don't know exactly how that discrepancy came about, but I think the best explanation is that uh, the biblical narratives have something uh, along the line of the genre of what we call epic poetry. Uh, epic poetry means there's parallel lines, and so seven and eight become the same number. Uh, and that may well be what lies behind uh, this uh, story. We find that in other writings from Ugarit and other places around the Middle East. Zeriah and Abigail are sisters, and of course they are the mothers of the famous warriors of uh, Joab and his brothers. Uh, and Caleb is very prominent in Judah, but this is not the son of the Caleb you know in Joshua. We're going to come to that Caleb in uh, the further details of the Chronicler in chapter 4. But here he's another descendant around the area of uh, Hebron, the same as we have it. Now, here's a very interesting point that might not seem significant to us, but we can learn something about the history of the chronicler uh, that doesn't actually show up very clearly in the narratives. Who are the supporters of David and who is his family? Well, Hezron, we find out, married a daughter of Manasseh, and she gave birth to Machira. And Machira, of course, is uh, a person who comes from the area of Bashan on the east side of the Jordan. So David's family is not only around Jerusalem or Bethlehem. David's family, through the ancestors of Hezron are also on the east side of the Jordan as well as the west side of the Jordan. Now this little point in the chronicler's genealogy is very important to developing how it is possible that everybody from all Israel becomes a supporter of David. When David says, you are my brothers and my kith and kin, uh, it's actually more than just a metaphorical sense. They are brothers in the sense that his ancestry goes back there. 
So Ram is the firstborn of Hiramel, and Shishan is a descendant of Ram. He has only daughters. Here's another interesting thing. Uh, we always think of uh, those people being Israelite only through the descendants of a male father. But that is not true. And uh, the chronicler makes this point very, very clearly. Uh, Sheshan didn't have any sons. So there was an Egyptian man who was no doubt a servant of his. And this Egyptian man became the husband of his daughters. And through his, his, uh, e- this Egyptian, Sheshan has descendants that are given for 20 generations. That's from the time of Sheshan all the way to the time of the exile. A very significant, prominent family that didn't come about through a male head in Judah, but that came about through an Egyptian man. And then we have some Calebite settlements around the area of Hebron. That brings us to the family of David. Uh, The family of David uh, are, first of all, the sons that are born to him in Hebron. So the chronicler is uh, very conscious of the fact that David's kingdom really begins in Hebron, and his family begins there. And so here he talks about uh, Ahinoam, Abigail, and Makah. Absalom is the daughter of Makah, who we know quite well from the Samuel narratives. <coughs> <coughs> then there were the sons that who was, were born to David in Jerusalem, and here the significant name is Solomon, who was the fourth son. So that's the segmented genealogy of the family of David, given in, in rather complete detail all of David's sons. And from that point on, we go just to those sons who became kings of Judah. And that takes us 350 years um, in, uh, in just a, a few names from verses uh, 10 to 14. Now I want to make a note here about the sons of Josiah, because this gets a little bit uh, confusing uh, when the kingdom comes to an end. Uh, the story, as we shall see it, is that uh, the kingdom of Judah is actually ended by the Egyptians uh, when they killed Josiah. And they appoint, and, and, and uh, so then the people of uh, Judah appoint one of the sons of Josiah named Jehoahaz to be the king. But the Egyptians aren't very satisfied with that. And they take a second son uh, named Eliakim, and change his name to Jehoiakim. Now, uh, Jehoiakim becomes the father of Jehoiachin, and Jehoiachin is taken into exile. He is a grandson of Josiah, not a son. And when he is taken into exile, another son of Josiah, Mataniah, uh, becomes the king, and his name is changed to Zedekiah. Now, all these kings actually have different names and, in fact, uh, sometimes are stated in in terms of different relationships. Um, But if we deconstruct the genealogy, these are the sons of Josiah. Then we get the descendants that go down into the exile. So that is a brief introduction to what is really important to the chronicler, uh, which is the family of David. This is Dr. August Kunkel in his teaching on the books of Chronicles. This is session number three, Election of David. Mm-hmm.